Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Fuck This Shit. So, let's continue with the nail salon story. Let's just get the shit over with already because I did not think it would turn into four episodes. But, wow. <laughs> I mean, I I really did go through a lot of shit working in a nail salon. So, um, so yeah, let's just finish. So, how did I end up doing this nail salon business at home well i i personally don't like to call it business um because you know i don't have an llc or l yeah i don't have an llc i'm not like under some business name or anything like that no i just set up a room in my house that was available you know it's it's crazy um I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to say that, you know, I'm like religious or anything. And I don't want to bring religion or politics into my podcast. But whatever you believe in, you know, like I've said, if you believe in God, if you believe in the universe, if you believe in Mother Nature, whatever you believe in and you feel like it works, believe in it always. And, you know, faithfully and fully because me... I somewhat believe, you know, God or the universe, right? Because, all right, so I had to mention that because this is how I feel like that's how I ended up here. Just everything was put into perspective or everything was falling into place without me having to call out for it. So after dealing with all the bullshit at this nail salon, you know, with getting paid $5 a service to getting paid 50% to getting paid 60%, you know, and all of that and dealing with opening, closing the store, paying employees, um, cleaning, answering phone calls, taking services, all of that shit, pretty much me running my own business without bills coming out of pocket. Um, yeah. <laughs> So I did all of that, right? And okay, so you you know, I had told you guys that Ingrid became the owner, right? So she became the owner and she wanted to change everything. So we were in a corner spot, right? And then Clarissa's nail salon was the second spot and there was a third spot available. And that one was empty. And then the next spot over was the Quickie Mart. So it was four four spots, basically. And we had the quarter one. Clarissa was the one in the middle. There was a third one empty. And then the Quickie Mart. So turns out... <clears throat> excuse me. Turns out that the the salon... Well, the, the space that was empty... Rent for that one was like $100 or $200 cheaper... So, I don't know how Ingrid found out or how she ended up asking the landlord, but he admitted it to her and she was like, fuck that, we're moving over to that other side. She's like, I think it's bigger, it's going to have a different look, this and that, whatever, okay. So, and we're in the process of moving over, right? So, we ended up moving over to the other side. And when once we moved over to the other side, um, her friend, Margarita, she was a nail tech in some nail salon or barber shop actually. She worked in a barber shop, yeah. And somewhere down in Miami or Brickle or I don't know. Or maybe even in the hood. I'm not sure. But she worked with a whole bunch of guys and she was the only nail tech, I think, or some other girl too. Anywho, <clears throat> excuse me. So 
I think that the barbershop she worked at, either there was construction on that road and she was getting sick and tired of having to park like miles away from the barbershop or you know there was construction so they had to close i don't even know the drama but ingrid brought her in right so once we moved to the other nail salon she brought in margarita margarita's a hood ass bitch she's ghetto as fuck she thinks she's all that yes i'll give credit where it's due her nail art is amazing her acrylic beautiful work and she charges what you know she puts out so like an acrylic set is like 80 bucks all right at, at least you know at minimum excuse me at minimum <clears throat> 80 bucks okay so um you know margarita right so this girl was sitting at the very edge the very first table when you come in that was margarita the second table i'm not sure who it was i don't remember or it might have been just her by herself and then the next table over was ingrid the the person that was sitting next to ingrid was me then the person next to me was um jazzy and then she had also hired another girl her name was stephanie so stephanie sat in the corner and she had also hired oh wait um actually between ingrid and me was letty because letty still hadn't left the salon so it was margarita and someone's table i actually think it might have been angie and then ingrid letty me and then jazzy and stephanie and then there was extra space so this girl had actually brought in a hairdresser so this hairdresser you know she was also hood the girl that sat next to jazzy was also a freaking hood ass bitch everybody all the new hires all hood ass people all right so <clears throat> when excuse me so when ingrid hired these people the whole vibe of this place completely changed all right so oh and she had also hired somebody named nary but she had hired nary before we moved into the new place right and while neri was working with us in the old spot she had come okay <laughs> it's funny because she left nails and wine across the street to work for the nail salon i mean the hair salon next to us which i keep calling it clarissa but by the time that we moved clarissa had sold her spot to another hairdresser so now the new hairdresser her name is zoe okay so zoe all right Neri came from across the street from Nails and Wine. Like I said, a really nice place, very clean, very cute. These people, every new collection that comes out from OPI, they're the first ones to have it. Like, that's how A1 those people are, right? Or at least from what I've seen on their Instagram. I've heard stories about them too, but whatever. So, <clears throat> Neri came from Nails and Wine to work at Zoe's salon. And then Ingrid had her little argument with zoe and she was like listen you cannot be having a fucking manicurist in your nail salon i already told clarissa this shit and she told me that she was gonna tell the next person that they were not allowed to have a manicurist in their nail salon i mean in their hair salon because i have a nail salon next door so you know zoe and ingrid would argue about that shit all the time so neri had to end up coming to work for us okay so neri was doing great in nails and wine but i guess she was friends with zoe i have no idea whatever so she comes and she started working with us right and um neri just so happens to be a christian person 
So she was very, you know, godful. She was very religious. She was very nice and very calm and that that kind of person. You, you know, you catch my vibe? Okay, so yeah, that, that kind of person. So once Neri started working with us, shit started to go downhill for her because she you know the kind of clientele okay this is the type of clientele that we had um you know while working at that nail salon since it was in psn in the middle of like miami lakes and miami gardens but like the nicer side of miami gardens not like the hood part so you know very family oriented um neighborhood there was an elementary and a couple daycares across the street from us a park so you know just so you catch that vibe and then a lot of the clients that came in were people that work in offices or like you know doctors offices teachers like those you know career people like like that so you know a lot of the clients that i would get like to do light colors or one solid color not so much like designs only maybe like the ones that have like kids babies or whatever they're like yeah do a little design there you know because whatever my kid likes to see a little design or something okay so neri <clears throat> she had a lot of like her church um people get her their nails done with her and a lot of those nails and wine people like i said very office very family oriented kind of people and she came across the street to work for zoe who Zoe was Hispanic, you know, Spanish girl. And she, every Friday, had her beers, had her music, had her husband, had family over. It was a party all the time. Same thing with Clarissa, actually. Clarissa, she always had, she had always her side nigga there. When her husband would come over to her daughter, her whole family would always be at the, at the salon, too. So, <clears throat> Neri, you know, she ended up starting to work for us. But like I told you guys, Ingrid was very, very ghetto. And when Neri started, she would pay rent. So like how I told you guys on the first episode, where you have the option to get paid either a percentage or you pay rent if you have a clientele already built. So Neri, since she came with a clientele, she was paying Ingrid um, rent money. So, you know, she was paying Ingrid to be there. So she was her own boss. So a lot of the times, Neri would set appointments for her clients, and Neri did a really nice job. She was very clean, she was very professional, and she would do designs too. So, you know, Neri would have her clients come in, and she would give Ingrid rent money. But, you know, these people started noticing that we were all young in the first place. We were all young, and the owner was, you know, not that young, Ingrid was like 40, I think, 41 or something. And yeah, <laughs> she they, they would notice that our music was fucking Young Thug, Future, you know, Rihanna, like that kind of music. And they're, again, Christian people, family oriented, like they did not fuck with that at all. So Neri started losing her clients little by little. And she's like, bro, I, I don't know if I can even work here because I'm losing all my clients due to the ambiance here. Like, you know, I went next door. Like, she would come to me. A lot of these girls would come to me on a personal level. So, you know, I always had, like, I was, like, everybody's secret keeper in that shit because, you know, I was 
practically considered the manager. A vendor would come in and they're like, oh, who's the, who's the owner here? Who's the manager? Everyone would point directly to me because I was the first one to work there. So I'm like, damn. I'm like, listen, the, the owner, she don't want shit. She don't want your cuticle nippers, your buffers, your cotton, nothing. Sorry. Thank you. Have a nice day. You know, so whatever. Neri came at me and she's like, hey, you know, I don't know if I'm going to, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to stay here any longer. And I'm like, what happened? Is everything okay? Are you having issues with someone? Is the owner treating you wrong? What's going on? You know, you can talk to me and I'll try to figure it out so that you're comfortable. And she's like, no, nah, dude, it's, it's, it's definitely Ingrid because I have absolutely no problem with any of you guys. I get along with you. I love that. I love, you know, I love that I can learn nail designs from you and jazzy and you know we're teaching each other techniques and stuff and i was i was happy she said that honestly like i'm I'm glad you know that she liked us so and also like for the holidays we liked celebrating like halloween we decorated really cute inside the nail salon valentine's day easter like we actually you know well, I would try to do my part. I, I like decorating. If you guys come into my nail salon, you know that I decorate for every holiday. So, yeah. So, Neri was, you know, she, she couldn't. She couldn't celebrate these things because she was religious. So, you know, like, we just were too different for her. So, one day, this was like in, hmm, like in August. August of 2015 when my ex and I broke up. So, here's here's where, like, the universe plays its course on everything so neri comes to me and she's like yeah you know i'm just i'm just not really feeling it here i'm not making money my clients have left i don't know what to do and i'm like how is ingrid paying you or what she's like no i'm paying rent but you know like i'm not gonna be able to afford it look i haven't had a single client today i don't have anybody tomorrow either so i don't know what i'm gonna do so i go to her uh okay well i'm like how about you get paid by percentage maybe so that any clients that come in you can start taking them and start building a clientele because that's how i'm doing it right now i'm getting paid a percentage and she goes oh okay yeah sounds good all right so i guess that because she spoke that with ingrid she, you know, I guess that kind of like alarmed Ingrid a little bit because come the next day, Ingrid comes to me and she's like, hey, Kim, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. You know, just working, waiting for clients to come in. Right. So she goes to me. Oh, you know, but you have a clientele, right? Like you have enough people to, you know, do nails. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do actually. And she goes, oh, so, you know, I was wondering um, what would be easier for you to get paid by percentage or do you want to start paying rent? And I was like, oh, shit, this bitch just gave me freedom. <laughs> I was like, she just gave me freedom because I'm about to become my own boss right here. So I go to her. I think rent would probably be better for me. And she goes, oh, okay, perfect. And I, I'm assuming that that's what she wanted to hear too. She wanted me to say rent because I, it, even if I didn't have a client for a whole ass week, I would still have to pay her for sitting there. You know what I mean? So, you know, and I was like, fuck it. Because if I wanted to take a damn vacation, I didn't have to ask her. I would just not show up. So that was my freedom. Remember, like I said, I prefer my peace and my freedom and my happiness over money. So... 
I was like, yeah, I'll pay rent. Fuck it. Okay, perfect. She goes to me, so you know that every nail salon, there's like a, there's like a rate. And I was thinking that maybe, you know, the best that I can do for you is $125. Is that okay? And I was like, well, is that what nail salons normally charge? Mind you, remember from the last episode, I already knew because I went asking around other nail salons and they would tell me $125, $150, $175, $200 a week. So I was like, yeah, $125 is perfect. No problem. She goes to me, okay, well, you can either do it $500 once a month or you can do $125 every whatever you want, you know, Mondays or Fridays or Wednesdays, whatever. I'm like, okay, yeah, perfect. Sounds good. Every Monday if you want. She goes, oh, okay, perfect. All right. So a few months pass. Well, actually, yeah, a few months pass sometime in December. And I'm like cleaning. I'm, I, was, I had stayed late because it was like around the holidays. So I had stayed late and I was cleaning up and I was the last one left. Neri was also the last one left. So Neri comes up to me and she goes to me, oh, so um, I decided to do the percentage thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's good. I'm like, wait, um, I have here uh, the, the ticket books. If you want it, you can have it. And she goes to me, oh, my God, are you leaving the salon? Is that why you're cleaning? And that's why you're giving me your book? And I'm like, what? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm cleaning up because it's a mess and I want it to be organized by, you know, by the time we come back. And then I, and then I go to her, but here you can have the book because now I started paying rent to Ingrid, you know, so I'm not going to need this book anymore. And honestly, I would suggest that you write it like this, like this, like this, and also write the same thing that you wrote that there on your notebook on a separate notebook because you know so you can keep track of your tickets and how much you're making so that when this girl pays you you don't get ripped off okay and she goes okay perfect she goes wow well you know what that's good for you that you're gonna pay rent because you know the easily you can make that the rent money with two clients i look at her confused as fuck and i'm like what do you mean i easily pay the rent with two clients she goes yeah, are we charging 35 and normally they leave you a $5 tip? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, okay. And then if it's 40 plus 40, $80 a week, isn't that what she's charging you? I'm looking at her like, what the fuck? I'm like, no, she's not charging me $80 a week. And she goes, what? How much is she charging you then? Cheaper? And I'm like, no, she's charging me $125 a week, sis. She goes, oh. No te creo. She's like, I cannot believe you. And I'm like, yeah, 125 look. And I pulled out the receipt that Ingrid wrote with the with the date from this date to this date paid with 125. And she's like, oh my God. What? No, you need to no, you need to stand up for yourself. That's not fair, Kim. You need to no, you need to step up. What the fuck? You open, you close, you clean, you pay us. You do this, you do that, you do this and this and that. And I'm like, I'm shocked. At that point, I was, I felt myself getting hot. I felt myself seeing red. I'm like, no, this bitch did not fucking do this to me. Like, I'm, I'm a nice person. And I'm here doing all this shit genuinely nice to you. And you want to rip me off even more <clears throat> when you used to fucking rip me off with the tips and even my tickets too that like you used to play dumb and be like oh your your tickets are short i'm like no they're not 
I'm like, and I wrote two tickets each time. I'm like, here are all my tickets. You can't, you can't fuck me over. So, you know, she, so yeah, so <laughs> this bitch was charging me $125, while the other girl, when she was paying rent, she was only paying $80 a week. She goes, nah, man, you need to stand up for yourself. You need to confront her. I'm here like, oh, Neri, you do not know. You do not know who Ingrid is. If I go stand up for myself, that bitch is probably going to kill me. Okay? Like, no. I'm I'm just going to let it ride. So I thought to myself, I'm like, you know what? It's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay paying her $125. Because the day that I leave this shit, this shit is going to go to shit real quick. Real fucking quick. So I I stuck around to paying one twenty five. Neri knew that I was paying one twenty five. She was shocked every day that I would come into the salon. She would look at me and shake her head like, "Damn, dude." And I'm here like, "It is what it is, nigga. What are you supposed to do?" Oh well. So whatever. I stayed. I would clean every time she'll come in. Hi, baby. How are you? How's your day? Oh my God. Thank you so much. You're the best. You're the best. You're the best. This and that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure, whatever, you know. But here's this. This is where people need to do right by people, because I have never been this fucking shady, but she made me this way. This is why you, this is a fucking lesson to everybody. Not just nail salons, barbershops, nothing. In general, life in general. Do good by people. You heard me? Because people will fucking turn on you. Alright? And that's not okay. That is not okay. You turn good people into bad people and that's not fair. Because when when I started charging people, um, well, when she used to, she used to rob me. She used to rob my tips. She used to rob my pedicures. She used to rob a lot of shit from me, so that she wouldn't pay me what she fucking owed me. So what I started doing was that I connected my cash app or my square, my square, and sometimes I would charge her fucking clients on my square. And guess what? I would get my fucking money back from the times that she fucking owed me. So yeah, that was me. I was fucking robbing her ass like she was robbing me. I'm like, I'm not gonna sit here and fight this fucking crackhead, mushroom eating ass, acid consuming ass bitch. Yeah, right. So she could fucking kill me? Hell nah. So I, I'm like, you wanna treat me this way? I'm gonna give you a taste of your own medicine, bitch. So I started charging shit into my card. And then I told Jazzy, I'm like, look, you know, it is what it is. This is what the fuck I'm doing. So, you know, Jazzy's like, oh, I might do that shit too. Because, you know, she used to get her shit robbed too. Jazzy used to get fucking robbed too. And that was not fucking fair to us. It was not fair to us. We're we're opening and closing the salon for you, Ingrid. We're doing everything for you. And you're going to fucking rob us while we're working like fucking 13 hours a day. Our back's hurting. Sometimes we want to catch a break and go next door. And you want to come in and be like, oh, here's a pedicure. Take it. You know, like, so at that point, we were getting sick of her shit. So me and Jazzy started to rob her ass. Fuck it. So what else? So, yeah, <laughs> time went by. And... You know, this this nail salon was a guest room. Well, technically not a guest room. My aunt and my cousin used to live with us. But they moved out around the time that, you know, I was going through that bullshit at the nail salon. And I had also broken up with my ex, which I had saved money 
because I wanted to move out. I wanted us to move out, but we just weren't on the same page financially. So, you know, I had money saved. So, um, the, um, wait, what was I going with this? Oh yeah, sorry. I'm just, I'm getting distracted by the noises out there. But yeah, <laughs> so I had money saved and then my aunt had moved out. So this room was empty. And I had cousins visiting from Nicaragua, but they were sleeping here. And in December or January, they left. So this room was empty for like two months. So I would still go to the nail salon and I would say to myself, I'm getting tired of this bitch's shit. I'm getting tired of this bitch's shit, bro. Like, really, I really am. So, you know, I would tell my mom, like, look, I don't know. I don't know. I might have to turn this room into something because... You know, I, I really cannot deal with this bitch anymore, I swear to God. And, you know, I had the money saved. So, you know, with time, you know, I would think about it and decide. And I'm like, maybe, maybe, maybe. But I enjoyed, like, that's the thing. I enjoyed working at the nail salon. And I actually enjoyed opening and closing for her. And I enjoyed, I enjoyed being the owner of a nail salon without paying the bills. Like, it was nice, you get me? Because I was working with people and... I got along with these girls and we were never jealous. We were never shady. We were never like, oh, she does nails better than me. If anything, you know, someone would sit down and, and they would want to design. I'm like, yo, I can't do that for you. That's that's beautiful and all, but I don't have that capacity. I'm like, as Jazzy, she fucking loves to take her sweet ass time. She loves doing nail designs. She loves that shit. So why don't you go ask her and see if she wants to do it for you? Let her charge you for it and go ahead. So, you know, that's the kind of, like, respect we had for each other. You get me? Like, it was never like, you took my client, or oh, that was my girl. Or sometimes I would just send them people. I'm like, look, you know, I'm sorry, girl. You're going to have to become her client because I'm, like, booked to the brim with people. And I, I count. And she needs clients. And she's good, I promise. So, that's a, that's the kind of love we have for each other, all of us. Angie, Jazzy, me, Letty, but not the new people. Not no Stephanie, not no Margarita, because Stephanie's ghetto ass had problems with Margarita. They knew each other from God knows where. And then Stephanie and Priscilla, the hairdresser, they knew each other from God knows where too, but they weren't all like friends with each other. So, and, and like Margarita and Stephanie were beefing because I think Margarita sells marijuana and Stephanie's man sells marijuana. So Margarita used to sell weed at the shop and she would ask me if I wanted to buy. I'm like, I'm not a fucking smoker like that. So I'm sorry. I'm not buying shit. And then Stephanie would ask me like, hey, you want to smoke? You want to smoke? Let's go outside. Let's smoke. And I'm like, Ugh, no, not really. Only one time I smoked with them because it was for like my birthday. And they're like, come on, girl. It's your birthday. You should smoke with us, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, you know what? Fine. But yo, never, never again. No smoking, no drinking during work. Like, I have clients that will ask me if I want to take a couple hits from the pen. And I'm like, nah, dude, I can't. <laughs> I can't smoke. I can't drink. Maybe after when I finish or if I don't have a client after. But the answer is always no. If you bring food, fine, we can sit down and eat like two fat asses. <laughs> but smoking and drinking, I, I can't work. I can't do that during work. You know, unless I stretch the time and I take my sweet ass time like I used to, like at one in the morning at the salon. But other than that, no. Mm -mm. So, all right. So time went on. And one, one Saturday, it was me and Jazzy and we stayed late because we were going to do each other's nails. And, you know, I told Jazzy, I'm like, look. I know that it's not my place now anymore to tell you guys what to do, 
But for the sake that me and you are one of the oldest employees here, I'm like, let's just clean the salon, man. Like, I don't know. I'll feel guilty if this if we leave and this place is a fucking mess. So she's like, yeah, do it, no problem. Jazzy loved cleaning the shit out of that place. So I would pick up all the garbage bags. I would take out all the trash. I would put trash bags again, wipe down the tables. Jazzy used to sweep them off the floor. So I had, like, sprayed down the salon and shit. <clears throat> so this this is what this was the last drop. This was the last straw. This was the last scenario. I go to Margarita's table. Mind you, Margarita pays rent, okay? So I don't have to clean her fucking table. She don't got to touch mine. Nobody got to touch her table at all. But she does acrylic nails. And if you saw that table, dude, you would you would lose your shit. Because we have black tables and her table looked white. Let's just put it that way. From all the dust and all the powder and all the fucking like files and filing and shit on her table from doing acrylic, bro. So I went to her table. I had to wipe that shit down. It was driving me nuts. So I went to her table. I wiped it down and I saw a receipt. The same the same little shape, the same little receipt that I that I would get whenever I would pay rent. I saw it on her table and I saw the date and I saw the total and guess how much this bitch was paying $80 a week and I told myself oh hell nah Jazzy's like what happened I'm like yo give me one good reason why why I shouldn't grab this fucking broom and slam this shit against the polish rack and just knock everything down she goes what happened I'm like this bitch, and I pull up the receipt, I'm like, this bitch pays $80 a week, okay, for rent. I'm like, mind you, Jazzy, it takes her one fucking client to pay one week's worth of fucking rent here. I'm like, you want to know how much Ingrid's charging me? Jazzy didn't know. She's like, how much? I'm like, she's charging me fucking $125 a week. She's like, what, Kim? Nah, it's fucked up. Are you serious? I'm like, I'm fucking serious. I pulled out my receipt and I showed her. And she goes, no way, Kim. Damn, that's so fucked up, Kim. I can't believe that shit. We're over here cleaning for her on a Saturday night, Kim. You suggested for us to clean. Like, you care for this place so much and she don't, care, she don't give a fuck about you, man. And I'm like, no, she fucking doesn't. And that's not fair. That's not fucking fair to me. All right, so I told Jazz. Well, I I was so heated. I went outside and I called my mom. I was like, "Get ready, cause I'm turning the nail salon into. I'm turning that empty room into a nail salon." She goes, "What happened?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm wiping down these fucking tables." And I go to Margarita's dusty ass table and I find her fucking receipt. And guess how much she's paying, mom? My mom's like eighty dollars. And I'm like, "Yup, she's paying fucking eighty dollars a week to be here." And I'm paying one twenty five, busting my fucking ass in this bitch. And my mom's like, "Wow." She's like, "Okay, no problem, Kim. Take the room. It's fine. Don't worry about it." I'm like, "All right, click, come back." And I'm like, "Jazzy." This is my last week here. And Jazzy's like, you're leaving? And I'm like, yep, I'm fucking leaving. She goes, me too. This is my last Saturday here. I was like, nah, dude, stay. You know, the problem, the beef is between me and Ingrid. Now you, girl, what the fuck? Gotta make your money. She goes, no, 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 Kim. 
I'm leaving. I'm a fucking leave. You're leaving. I'm leaving. I started here because Ashley told me that you do nails and you know I learned from you. You learned from me. We learned from each other. But that's it. You're leaving. I'm fucking out of here. <clears throat> I was like, all right, no problem, girl. We out of here then. So come Monday, Ingrid comes in, and I was I was sick. I was actually sick and and on my period, so I was not feeling good. Ingrid comes in and I told Ingrid, I was like, hey, we need to talk. She goes, what's wrong, baby? What's going on? I have a client coming, so I really can't talk much. I'm like, oh, don't worry. It's it's going to be quick. I'm actually waiting for an Uber because I don't feel good. And she's like, oh, you're going home? And I'm like, yeah, because I'm on my period and I'm sick. And I, I just, I really do not feel good. So right now there's an Uber on the way. Says that I have six minutes. So I got six minutes to tell you real quick since you're in a hurry too. And I go to her. I'm leaving. And she goes, what do you, like, you're going home, right? And I'm like, no, no, I'm leaving the nail salon. <clears throat> she goes to me, oh, my God, why? And I'm like, um, I just, I'm not happy doing nails here anymore. And I've actually, I found another job. She goes to me, doing nails? And I'm like, no, I'm actually going to start working in a call center. My friend became a, sup- a supervisor at her job. And she told me that they need um they need customer service representatives as soon as possible. And she goes to me, oh, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, I got an interview. They liked me. They hired me on the spot and I start Monday. And she goes to me, oh my God, Kim, but like, let's talk really quick. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, I got two minutes. Let's go. She goes to me, okay, so why are you leaving the nail salon? Um, I already told you, I, I just, I don't like doing nails anymore. I, this is something that I never really liked doing. This is something, it's not really making me money. I'm like, it's not making me money, dude. I, I need to work. And working at the call center is going to make me like $13 an hour with bonus. So I, you know, I can't afford to be here. This is going to be a nine to five job with overtime. So I'm I'm gone. And she goes to me, oh, my God. And she's like, okay, so if it wasn't making you money, did, do you want to, like, go back to getting paid by percentage? Or you wanted, like, or was rent easier for you? And I'm like, no, rent was definitely easier for me. And she goes to me, well, was rent, like, expensive for you or what? Or I'm like, I'm like, no, you know, um, yeah, actually, yeah, it was getting a little expensive for me. 125 a week and I wasn't getting clients. Yeah, it's just, it's just not cutting it for me. She goes, oh, well, let me ask you something. I'm like, yeah. She goes, what if I lower the rent for you? Would you stay? And I'm like, lower the rent for me. I'm like, how much are we talking? And she goes, how does $80 a week sound? I'm like, oh, Ingrid, it sounds tempting. It really does. But I'm sorry, girl, I'm leaving. I'm like, Friday is my last day because Saturday I don't have clients. So, yeah. I'm like, by the way, I left your receipt on. I, l- I left the money with you with Priscilla and she wrote the receipt for me already. So that's it. I already paid for this week and Friday I'm gone. And she's like, oh, man, Kim, damn. Oh, look, my client's here. We'll talk. We'll talk later. We'll talk tomorrow. I'm like, OK, no problem. Bye. My Uber pulls up. I fucking left. <clears throat> so she pretty much her crusty ass wanted me to stay. She wanted me to fucking stay <laughs> so that I can give her $80 a week because she was probably like, oh, shit, this girl leaves and I'm fucked. And Jazzy, another one of her fucking best nail techs, left. 
So, guess who she was left with? Stephanie's ghetto ass, which she did designs, but there were like, like I said in my first podcast, I think, about nail salon, flea market designs, you know, the little stripes with the little polka dots or glitter. Yeah, those were her type of designs. Margarita had her own clients, and Margarita would fucking take three hours with one person, bro. So, she didn't have time, and she wouldn't do pedicures. Margarita did not do pedicures at all. So, if her clients wanted a pedicure, guess who had to do them? Jazzy, or Angie, or Leti. You know, them. And that's not fair, because again, guess, guess who those clients were paying? Margarita. So Margarita was keeping the money. And then who did we have to fucking ask for that money? Not Ingrid, because Ingrid was not the one getting the money from it. So we had to fucking talk to Margarita. Okay, you got to pay us for that pedicure. You got to pay us for that pedicure. You got to pay us for that pedicure. And she would play dumb too. So it was just it was just a fucking disaster. So yeah, so I told her that lie and I ended up leaving. I left and then I the money I had saved for a salon, I mean for an apartment that I would have wanted if, you know, my ex and I would have stayed together for like a down payment, the first month's rent, whatever. I had sufficient money and thankfully, man, I had enough money to do everything I wanted to do here. So I had told myself the design that I wanted, this mint green teal color with a border. So a border down the middle of the of the wall. And the mask print wallpaper. That's all I knew that I wanted. <laughs> That's all I knew that I wanted. And then for um, for the manicure table, just any basic, regular black table, I told myself, I'm like, any table will do. I don't give a shit. That's not important. I wanted some Louis thirteen style type of chairs, but I could not find them anywhere. And I told myself, I'm like, you know what? Let me not get Louis 13 chairs because, you know, we're girls. We got our periods. We got, you know, so I can't, I can't do that. So um, I ended up going to Ikea with Janine, which thank God she took me because her car was big and I was able to fit my pedicure chair in her trunk. That was the funniest shit ever. I wish I had the recording, but I don't. Um, the pedicure chair... And then I found some chairs that, you know, they're decent, they're okay. I like that the cover comes off so I can wash them in case someone, you know, stains it with their period or something. So that's good. The polish racks I bought from Amazon, which are fucking perfect because they have the filigree design on them. So they actually go really good with my um Damask print. So honestly, like everything worked out and thank god that i had polishes of my own even while working at the nail salon because bro it was embarrassing like if we didn't have new nail polishes people yo the the bottles we would spend sometimes me and jazzy would stay after after hours after we close we would stay cleaning the bottles of how fucking nasty Ingrid would bring them back. Because Ingrid used to take polishes off the rack and take them to her fucking, her, her on-the-go clients. Bro, and when she would bring them back, they were a sloppy mess. Those polishes looked like they were in a fucking explosion of polish. Like, in an explosion of nail polish. Everything was splattered in paint. Disgusting. Just She was so fucking ratchet. It's not even funny. So... 
we would stay, we would clean the polishes. Sometimes clients would come in and ask for a specific color that this bitch had taken. Like, it was it was a fucking headache wor- working there. Oh, and then, just, you guys thought that that was the icing on the cake? Well, here's the fucking cherry on top, bro. So, Natasha reached out to me. And she goes to me, hey, Kim, can I ask you something? And I was like, yeah, what would you like to know? And she's like... How come you left the nail salon? Ingrid is really upset. And I'm like, oh, I left the nail salon because I started a new job. And she goes to me, you did? Where? And I'm like, I started working in a call center. And she's like, oh, what call center is this? I'm like, this is called LifeCell. And it's, uh, and I had to text my friend real quick. I'm like, what's your job? What's your job? She's like, skincare. I'm like, for skincare. I'm like, we're selling anti-aging creams. And she's like, oh, okay. She's like, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm happy for you, Kim. I'm glad that you left the nail salon because, you know, like you have more in your future. You have better things to do, this and that, whatever. So there was like an awkward silence for like two minutes. And I can tell that she wanted to tell me something, but she was afraid to tell me. But she did tell me anyway. She goes to me, so Kim... Um, you know, I'm I'm really sorry. And I'm like, okay, why? And she goes to me, oh, because, um, you know, while you were working for me at the nail salon when I was the owner, um, you know, and you were getting paid the 50%, I told Ingrid to pay you 60% because I felt guilty. And I was like, why did you feel guilty? And in my mind, I'm here like, oh, she feels guilty because I would open, I would close, I'll do everything for her. And she was only paying me 50%. Psych, guess what? Guess what the bitch was fucking doing? She told me that she would pay you nailies, you nailies, $350 fucking dollars a week just to sit in that motherfucking nail salon so that I wouldn't be alone. I was like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, wait, so... I to- like I rubbed it in her face. I'm like, okay, so you used to pay you nailies $350. Oh no, not every week, every two weeks, my bad, every two weeks. I'm like, so you pay you nailies $350 so that she can sit outside gossiping with Clarissa and smoke cigarettes the whole fucking time because I was the one busting my back working when you nailies was fucking chilling outside and every time I would ask her to come in and do a client she would fucking oh why really do I really have to and I'm like yes bitch this is your fucking job you know like she would not want to work she would not want to work you guys she didn't and she did not work because even when two people would come into the nail salon, she would not come inside and be like, do you need a service? No, I had to walk outside and practically beg the bitch to come inside and help me. Yo, I, I swear to God, I just wanted to fucking punch her in the fucking face. I'm like, wow, so you were paying you nailies. Like, I fucking rubbed it in. I was like, so you were paying you nailies $350 for her to sit her ass outside the whole time smoking cigarettes? And talking to Clarissa and gossiping and everything. She didn't know what to say. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I left the nail salon. I told her like that. So, yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's all the shit that I put up with. With those fucking people. They really, really, really took fucking advantage of me. And that was not fair. That was fucking not fair to me. 
because I did everything, everything for those people. And they did absolutely nothing but fucking be trifling as fuck with me. My clients would see that shit. My clients would see that shit that I would clean. I would throw out the garbage. They would back me up. They're like, no, we see that you're the one that runs this place. Can we see that shit about you? We know that. We know that. And they would always suggest, please leave, please leave, please leave, please leave. And I finally did it. So that's how I ended up working from home. So, you know, this whole this whole room, this whole thing that I call my nail salon, this was all me. This was all me. The wallpaper, I bought it. The paint on the walls, I bought it. The borders on the wall and on the bottom, I bought it. The chandelier, I bought it. The closet doors, I bought them. The only thing that I didn't buy, which my mom, you know, she gave it to me. Someone had gave her a gift card for HH Greg for like a hundred bucks. She's like, what the fuck am I going to use this for? Here you go. You can have it for your nail salon. I'm like, okay, perfect. I'm going to go ahead and buy a, buy myself a TV because I was thinking about pulling out the one from my room and putting it up in here. So I ended up buying a brand new TV so my clients can enjoy um and also the drawer where i hold like the towels for my pedicures and stuff that my mom also she wanted to give it to me and and the lamp the lamp that i use to brighten up my table that's it but other than that bro i bought everything here and i paid the guy that did my service too so this whole nail salon this was on me like drake says came up that's on me stay true that's on me no help that's on me on me for real <laughs> so yeah this was all me so yeah so that's basically the end of the story there's actually more to it after the afterlife of the nail salon because i'll just say it real quick i'm not trying to make a whole other podcast on that shit so natasha ended up reaching out to me because she opened up a restaurant Oh, by the way, I did end up working at a call center. So you know what? This might actually be an even another podcast, but it's not going to be labeled nail salon. No, but yeah, Natasha ended up opening a restaurant because she had told me that she wanted to open a restaurant and not be an owner of a nail salon anymore. So I thought to myself, I'm like, well, guess what, bitch? Before you even open up your fucking restaurant, I already know that it's going to go bad for you because of all the fucked up shit that you did to me. And fucking the universe has my back. God has my back. Mother Nature has my back. So guess what? I know that your fucking restaurant is not going to succeed. And guess what? When I started working at the fucking call center, (laughs) life is crazy. Like I said, this is all the universe. I started working at the call center, you guys. I really did. I ended up my friend did become a supervisor. They did need um they did need sorry, they did need customer service representatives. I went for an interview, got the job on the fucking spot, and I started working there. Isn't that crazy? Exactly the words that I told Ingrid is exactly what happened with me. That is exactly what happened with me. It's fucking crazy. You really got to put positive vibes out there in the universe, you guys. It's really important. So, yeah. So, guess what? I used to work at the call center over there in Hollywood. And I would hear my coworkers saying, oh, who's going to order from Southern Spice? Is anyone going to buy anything from Southern Spice? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It's too expensive. Oh, well. Whatever. 
Okay, so I had gone on a vacation not that long ago to um to Disney in December. And I see this call from a phone number. And I'm like, damn, that number looks so familiar. Who is it? Who is it? So I ended up getting a voice message. And it was Natasha, right? So I decided to call her back. And she's like, hi, Kimberly. Just wanted to see how you were doing. Hope everything's okay. I'm like, hey, Natasha, yes, everything's okay. You know, just working at the call center, this and that, whatever. And she and I go to her, so did you ever end up opening your restaurant? She goes, yeah, I did actually, but I'm actually closing it. And I was like, what? No way. And I'm like, what was it called? She's like, it was, it was over there in Hollywood. I'm like, no. And she goes, yeah, it was called Southern Spice. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> what a small world. Wow. And, and she goes, really? Why are you saying that? And I was like, because I worked on Tyler Street right across the street from you. I'm like, I was literally like a five minute walking distance. She goes, no way. Are you serious? I'm like, yep. And look at that. Just like I said, before she even opened her restaurant, that she would fucking close that shit. I knew it because she would not be successful for all the bullshit that she did to me. She was not going to be successful. So there you go. There you fucking have it, bitch. So yeah, that's pretty much all for today, you guys. And that's how I ended up in this nail salon. <laughs> And how I ended up actually working in a call center. Isn't life crazy? It really is. It really, really is. Well, that's it. That's going to be the end of this whole nail salon drama. And I really hope you guys liked it. And I really hope you guys, you know, if you don't get your nails done with me, respect the nail techs. You know, it's not easy, you guys. Especially working in a nail salon. And I'm sure... That working for the Asian people must be even harder because those people are on a time frame. You know, they would want people out of here in 45 minutes, in an hour, less if less if possible, excuse me. So, so yeah, be easy on your girls. You know, if you don't like something, don't say it. Just make a review and they'll get fucked over after that. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, that's all for today, you guys. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast and I have plenty more to come. Stay safe, y'all. And also, thank you so much for those of you that are listening. My plays have gone up by a lot. I'm almost at 500 plays. And yeah, that's to me, that's amazing. I didn't think that my podcast would fucking blow up the way it's going. So thank you guys so much for listening. Stay safe in this COVID-19. Bye.